If we don't have words, if we don't have a word to base our confession off of, then we shouldn't make those confessions. Mm-hmm. Because there's no truth in them. Amen? Not That's spiritually, right. anyway. So we say, Father, you have given me abundant life. I receive that life through your word. Why can I say that? Because it says that right here in John chapter 10. Jesus said, the thief comes to what kills, steal, and destroy, but I have come what, to bring your life and to bring that life to you more abundantly. All right. Good morning, everyone. Again, yeah. welcome to today. It is a pleasure and an honor to share with you again today. Now, I want to say this to begin with. I know we always say it at the end, but I want to say this to begin with. You pay attention to words today because something good is going to happen to you. The Bible says, what's the criteria for, for healing? Believe. So as you believe, go ahead and take it now. Receive it in Jesus' name. Father, we thank you. We praise you for sending your word to us today. We thank you for another healing school today where you touch your people. All those who will believe you and receive you can take it now in Jesus' name. And we thank you for it. Amen. Amen. Okay. We are talking about returning God's word to him. Hmm. We're going to pick up where we left off at last week. As we told you, we would. So, Prophet, you have the flow. Amen. Praise the Lord. Oh, yes. We looked at uh, several scripts, and we were making those faith confessions based off of uh, the scriptures. And as we said uh, on last week, uh, that even though these are faith confessions based off of the word of God, uh, that they are not, these verses are not direct quotations from the Bible, but they are paraphrased confessions based on the scriptures under those uh, confessions that we're making. So what we're doing is we're personalizing the word of God, and that's how We make our confessions based off of what the word of God says that we can have what belong to us. And so we have to what? Give him back his word. We have to what? Return God's word back to him. And the way we do that is we make those faith confessions ours. We make them ours. Amen? And make the word of God ours. And so let me just quote one of the uh, confessions, we, we quoted several, I think two or three, based off of several scriptures. And, uh, we stopped right here last week with this, uh, particular passage. And we said, Jesus bore my sin in his body on the tree. Therefore, I am dead to sin and alive unto God. And by his stripes, I am healed and made whole. And of course, of course, that's coming from 1 Peter 2.24. We can yeah. also find Romans 6 and 11 and 2 Corinthians 
5 and 21. I'm going to give you those uh, verses again. 1 Peter 2, 24. Romans 6 and 11. And 2 Corinthians 5 and 21. Amen. So let's go on with this one from today. And I know we're all familiar with this particular passage we're about to go into. And this is Psalms 107 and 20. Psalms 107 and 20. Jesus bore my sin and carried my pain. And therefore, I give no place to sickness or pain. For God sent his word and healed me. Amen. That is definitely a quotation from that passage. He sent his word and he healed me. He healed you. He healed us with his word. Now, Apostle, I like the way you talk about that when you say, notice, he's not sending his word to heal. He's sending his word and healed. Amen. Yeah. I like it's that. It's already done. Yes. Yeah. We're not trying to get it. See, the Bible says, fight the good fight of faith. Yeah. You're not trying to uh, fight to get something. Mm-hmm. You are fighting to maintain what you already have. Jesus yeah. says, by his stripes, you were healed. Mm-hmm. So you have it now? Absolutely. Praise Absolutely. God. He sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destruction. That's the exact quotation. But yes. our confession is like this. Jesus bore, we're personalizing it. Jesus bore my sickness, carried my pain. Therefore, I give no place to sickness or pain. For God sent his word and healed me. You see, right. we must yeah. return God's word back to him. And this That's is right. the method of returning God's word back to him. Not our own feelings, not what we think, not how the pain is racking in our bodies, or not even crying, and not that we're putting it you down for for emotions coming uh, on the surface, because certainly we are we we are all emotional at times. But the way we return God's word, word back to Him is we personalize it. We take mm-hmm. what He said, and then yeah. we personalize it. Let's look at another one, Father, because of Your word. I am an overcomer. I overcome the world, the flesh, and the devil by the what? Blood of the Lamb and the word of what? My testimony. Testimony. Amen. Yes. By the blood of the Lamb and the word of my testimony. And where is that coming from? Where can we find that? That is First John. Amen. That's First yeah. John. Chapter, chapter four. four. Yeah. And, and verse, verse four. four. Where is it? First, First John. John. Chapter four and verse four. Let's look at the yeah. actual 
the actual scripture itself. Ye are God, little children, and have overcome them, because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Mm -hmm. So our faith confession is, you have given me up. No, I'm sorry. You, Father, because of your word, I am an overcomer. I overcome the world, the flesh and the devil, by the blood of the Lamb and the words of my testimony. Amen? That's right. We, we can make that faith confession based off of that word because God gave us that promise. He's given it and established it uh, in a promise, but we have to bring it into manifestation through the confession of our words. That's Amen. right. Personal. That's right. Let's look you at know, another. Go ahead. Before you do that, this is so important. This is the reason why we encourage you to get involved. Your testimony, what you speak, what you say is so vitally important to your healing. Why? The scriptures say you will have whatsoever you say. Now Jesus then did his part. That's the blood of the Lamb. The blood of the Lamb is Jesus. Okay? Absolutely. So they overcame the devil. They overcame that cancer. They overcame that sugar diabetes. They overcame mm. those migraine headaches, so forth and so on. Yeah. By the blood of Jesus, he didn't shed his blood already. He said by his stripes that he took, you were healed. And Amen. It's a done deal already. And by the blood of the Lamb, as I said, which is Jesus, and by what you say. See, if you say no more than, hey, I thank God for healing school, I'm healed in Jesus' name. Did you know the Lord would take that? That's your testimony. Absolutely. That's how you overcome. He said you are going to have whatsoever you say. So, align your mouth with the word of God. What does that mean? Speak what he said. Now, we're talking about returning God's word to him, right? Absolutely. Isaiah yes. 55, Isaiah 55 in verse 11 says, So shall my word be that go forth out of my mouth, and it shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereunto I send it. And you did a beautiful job here. Um, Psalms 107 and verse 20. He sent his word and healed them. This is why we are so sure your healing is now. You yes, can leave from this class today. See, whatever God can do, his word can do the same because God and his word are one. All right. Mm -hmm. Amen. That, absolutely. And he works with that word, right? Yes. And that's why yes. we must return it. We must return it. Uh, and that 
same confession we just made, Father, because of your word, I'm an overcomer. Mm-hmm. I overcome the world, the flesh, and the devil by the blood of the land and the words of my testimony. And we gave First uh, John 4. Or look at another one that we can use to uh, justify that confession. Uh, it's Revelation 12 and 11. Revelation chapter 12 and verse 11. And it says, And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. And they loved not their lives unto the death. You see it? So we make the confession, by your word, I'm an overcomer. I overcome the world. I overcome the flesh. I overcome the devil. How do we overcome them? By the blood of the Lamb and by the word of my testimony. Your testimony is an overcoming, overcoming source for you. You overcome everything. If Satan's trying to put something on your body, you open your mouth and you speak, not the problem, but we speak the answer and the answer is in the word of God. I overcome. I overcome by the words of my my testimony and the blood of the Lamb. That's how we overcome those attacks. Amen. Let's look at another one. Uh, let's go to uh, another familiar passage. We all familiar with this one. John. We looked at First John a few minutes, but now let's look at John chapter ten, and we know verse ten. And so, what is that? John chapter 10, verse 10. The thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. But I'm come that they might have life and mm-hmm. that they might have it more abundantly. Yes. Well, what do we do? What do we say about that? Father, thank you. You have given me abundant life. I receive that life through your word. And it flows to every organ of my body, bringing healing and health. Do you see that? That's right. Father, you have given me abundant life. See, that's what he said. I've come to give them life and life more abundantly. We receive in that. When we confess and we make our faith confession, we're letting him know. We receive that. Father, you have given me abundant life. And I receive that life through your word. That word is flowing through every organ of my body. What? Bringing healing and health. That's right. Amen. Yeah. That, yeah. that, yeah. That's the foundational principles upon which, you know, we can stand to make those faith confessions. We don't, we can't have faith for something that, uh, we have no word to, to support it. That's Your right. faith is, is not going to uh, be as strong as it could be or should be if there is no word. And and really, let's put it in its right right perspective. If we don't have word, if we don't have a word to base our confessions off of, then we shouldn't make those confessions mm-hmm. because there's no truth in them. Amen. Not That's spiritually, right. anyway. So we say, Father, you have given me abundant life. I receive that life through your word. Why can I say that? Because it says that right here in 
John chapter 10. Jesus said, the thief comes to what kills, steal, and destroy, but I have come, what, to bring your life and to bring that life to you more abundantly. So we can make that confession. Here's another foundation of scripture that we can use to make that confession is John 6 and 63. John 6 and 63. What does it say? It is the spirit that quickeneth the flesh profits with nothing. Mm -hmm. The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. Yes. See, life is in the word of God, right? That's right. That's what he's saying. The words that I speak unto you, those words are life. Those words are spirit. Those words are your life. That's we live. That's where we move. That's where we have our being. That's where we have our widest range of expression. Where we are able to give God back His word, say what He said. That's how we pray. That's where our faith is growing. When we are in prayer and we're praying the scriptures, you know, we hear people say all the time, "I don't know what to say." That's okay. Go get in the scriptures. Pray the scriptures. Say what God said. Amen. Give him back his word. He's listening yeah. for that. And he's going to provide. He's going to give us exactly what we say. That's what Mark 11 is all about. Mark 11 says, if you will say to the mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea and shall not doubt in your heart, but shall believe that those things, watch this, which you say when you pray. If those things that you say, if you believe them, he said you will have them. You mm. see it? So that's where we, that's what the way we are to pray. We are to pray the word of God. Amen. So if I was going to pray Mark 11, 22, I would pray like this. Father, thank you. I am whosoever. And I say to this mountain of sickness and disease that's trying to attack my body, be removed right now and be cast into the sea. And I have no doubt in my heart that you must obey me. So I command you to be cast into the sea right now. I have no doubt in my heart. And therefore, Mm -hmm. I have exactly what I say. Father, I receive it right now in Jesus' name. Body, you line up with the word of God. You are healed. In Jesus' name. That's the way I would pray, Mark eleven twenty three. That's because right. that's the scriptures. I just pray the scriptures. You just pray the scriptures. You don't have to try to figure out what to pray or how to pray. If we need healing, let's pray the scriptures. Let's pray the healing scriptures. Let's receive them. Let's personalize them. Let's make them our own. If we need finances, let's get the word of God on it. Let's pray those financial scriptures. And personalize them over our homes and our businesses. We need salvation. Let's pray those salvation scriptures. Let's personalize them. Amen. That's good. And, and you know, uh, another scripture says, sanctify them to the truth of truth. Thy word is truth. You remember that? Yes, absolutely. Now, that's John, St. John chapter 17, 
and you can look at verse 17. Now, notice what it says. Sanctify. What does sanctify mean? To set apart. To cleanse. Yeah. Set apart. Now, sanctify them through the what? The truth. His word is truth. So, again, prophet, your testimony, your words matter. The blood of Jesus has already been shed. Now, Absolutely. what you need to connect to it is the truth. What is the truth? I'm healed. See, yeah. sanctify, again, means to set apart. Now, watch this here. That sickness, that disease in your body, when you begin to speak the word from a believing heart, he sanctify you from that heart trouble. In other words, he sets you apart from it. The word of God replaces that sickness and in, in disease. That sickness and disease is replaced. With something different. What different? The word. Amen. And that's why you see here in John 60-63 is the spirit that quicken it. Mean make alive. Mm-hmm. Cause your heart to beat with the rhythm of life. Cause you to come alive again. Cause you to be able to do what you could not do before. Glory to Jesus. Do you see That's it? Right. Absolutely. Your flesh prophet nothing. Look what Jesus said. The words, the what? The words. So you want to get the word of God in your mouth. The words that I speak unto you, that's the word of God. They are what? Spirit. Look at what he said. They are what? Life. Not that life. sickness and disease life, but that more abundant life. The Zoe kind of life, the God kind of life. Is God sick? No. Is is Jesus being sued for heart trouble? No. No wonder we are made in his own image and his own life. Whatever God can do, his word can do the same. Because God and his word are one. I like the way you brought that prophet. Okay. Amen. Praise God. Let's look at another passage. This is a familiar one, very popular passage. We oftentimes read it, but today we're going to read it, and then we're going to make a personal confession. It's coming from Proverbs chapter 4, verses 20 through 22. Very familiar passage. My son, attend to my word. Incline thine ear unto my saying. Let them not depart from thine eyes. Keep them in the midst of thine heart. For they are light unto those that find them and health to all their flesh. Yes. Praise God. Now let's personalize this. Let's make a faith confession. Let's pray this word. Let's return this word 
back to God. Praise God. And this is how we're going to return it back to God. This is how we're going to return it. Heavenly Father, I attend to your word. I incline my ears to your saying. I will not let your word depart from my eyes. Mm -hmm. I keep your word in the midst of my heart. For your word are life and healing for all my flesh. Did you get that? Yeah. Let's go through it one more time. Heavenly Father, I attend to your word. I incline my ears to your saying. I will not let your word depart from my eyes. I keep your word in the midst of my heart. For your words are life and healing for all my flesh. We just prayed Proverbs 4, 20 through 22. We just pray that. We gave, we, we just returned that word back to God. We personalize it. And when we make that faith confession, God honors our prayers. He honors what we say. And especially when he see that we are praying in line with his word. When we pray the scriptures, we're coming in agreement, into agreement with God. Yes. And we already know what agreement is to God. God gave us a promise about agreement over in Matthew chapter 18. And in up around verse 19, he said, if two of you in the earth, well, we are all in the earth right now, thank God. He said, if two of you in the earth shall touch and agree on, watch this, anything. And that's powerful. Mm -hmm. Anything that they shall ask, it shall be done for them. Now watch this. This is Jesus speaking this. He said, it shall be done for them. Not by me, he said, but by my father, which is in heaven. Guys, good. that is a big promise right there. Yes, it is. That is a big promise. Now, you want to, you want to, you want to pray that? Let's pray that. Let's pray it. We just read it. Now let's pray it back to God. Father, I just thank you. I am. <laughs> oh God, I thank you. I'm in the earth. Mm. And now Larry and I, this, this is how we pray. Larry and I come to you, Father, in agreement around yes. this word. Oh God, for our healing. We're in agreement. Right We're in agreement right now that our bodies are healed and yes, our bodies are made whole from the crown of our head to the very soles of our feet. We thank you right now, Father, because thank you. you said if we touch and agree on anything that anything. we got, anything. it is done for us. Jesus you, said Jesus. it'll be done for us by the Father in heaven. So, Father, we're in agreement about we our health. We ask, Father, that no weapon be formed against us. Our bodies are healed and made whole. And we thank you right now, Father, it is being done by you. It is, it, it is, I mean, it is definitely done. Mm -hmm. I use the Father, which is in heaven. Praise Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank and you. you can pray that. You can come in agreement on anything. Amen. This is it. It's all. Husbands and wives can get in agreement on anything and everything. You anything. should. Everything. You should touch and agree on everything. 
You're in business Great. together. Touch and agree. Touch and agree together because you are in the earth and your hearts are aligned. Mm-hmm. You see, that's a big secret right there about that promise. When God first gave me that promise and, and, and I began to work it and I didn't see the results and I went back to the father with it. He said, hello, not everyone who says they're in agreement with you is really in agreement with you. See, this is a heartfelt agreement here. Anyone mm-hmm. can just speak words. You, you see That's it? Right. You follow me? Uh, like right. a parrot. He's just speaking words. A stranger on the street can just say what you ask them to say, but they have no, you know, relationship to you. So that that's not a heartfelt prayer. It's just that's right. eight and imitate. That's just repetition. But when you get someone that is in relationship with you, that's someone that know you, someone that love you, someone that that's is good. right on the same uh, a, a line of defense in prayer. Someone's been praying with you. You you're in ministry with them. You're going to church. You're in fellowship with them, or you're living with this person, and that person loves you. That's who you want to act to get an agreement with you. Mm-hmm. Amen. That's right. That's right. Because your hearts have to be as one. You have to harmonize. You have to make a symphony together about this. Praise Jesus. That and once you. Release your faith in this word and come together around it, then your faith confession should never change. Yes. It should never change. And then Amen. you're going to see a manifestation of it. Okay. So we want to make sure that you get a good, 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 good working knowledge of that particular passage because agreement, entering into agreement is powerful. Amen. And it works every time. But we need to make That's sure. Right. Uh, that we know who we're asking to agree with us. Amen? Absolutely. So, <clears throat> agreement is powerful, and uh, prayer is powerful, and the Word of God is what we should be praying uh, uh, according to the Word of God. If we're going to pray, let's pray along those lines. Amen? Yes. I, I think yes. we have time for another one. Yeah, we still have some time. So let's take another uh, passage. Let's look at Deuteronomy chapter 34 and verse 7. You got the last one, right? That was Proverbs 4 and 20, 22. And we also did Matthew chapter 8, 8 and 19, uh, 19. Yes. 18 and 19. Matthew 18 and 19. That was the last one we did with agreement. And now we're looking at Deuteronomy chapter 34. And verse 7, and it says, And Moses was 120 years old when he died. His eyes was not dim, nor his natural forces abated. I love that passage, don't you? Yes, yes. He was 120 years old when he died. His eyes was not dim, nor his natural forces abated. You know, you look at that and say, well, wow, what can I do with that? I mean, I'm not Moses. But you know what? I'm going to show you in a minute what you can do with that. But let's make a fake confession on that. All right? Let's do that. Let's pray that. As God was with Moses, is what you're saying. You're praying this now. As God was with Moses, so is he with me. My eyes are not dim, 
Yes. And neither are my natural forces abated. Blessed are my eyes, for they do see. And my ears, Hallelujah. for they, they do hear. Mm-hmm. You see that? You mm-hmm. just personalize that. Moses was 120 years old in, when he died. His eyes were not dim, and neither were his natural forces abated. Well, you can, you can claim that. You say, well, I don't know. That was Moses. Well, you can claim it. Let me show you another passage that goes right along with that. You know, God is a faithful God. And and when he gives us a promise like that, when he speaks something like, when we see something like that in his word, you're going to see it probably again. Let's go to Genesis chapter 6. I want to show you why we can make this faith confession. Genesis chapter 6, and look at verse 4. That was Moses. But let's look at this. See, because he's talking to all of us. He's talking to mankind. You know, if, if Moses can live 120 years, you can do it too. You can. Look Paul at Genesis 6. And, Genesis chapter 6 and verse 3. Okay. All right. Let's look at it. And the Lord said, My spirit shall not always strive with, watch this, Man. He didn't say Moses. Man. For he, you know, for that he also is flesh. Yet his days, whose days? Man and mankind. His days shall be what? What? A hundred and twenty years. Twenty years. Do you see that? Do you see that? That's right. He's talking about us. He's talking about you. He's talking about me. He's talking about each of us. He said, yeah, even though he's flesh, yet his days shall be 120 years. And so I personalize this every day of the world. Father, thank you for 120 years. And then I say this, clothed in my right mind and in good health. Thank you, Father. For 120 years, clothed in my right mind and in good health. Yeah. I thank you. I have the mind of Christ. I let the mind of Christ rule richly in me. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Father. I know all things because I know the one that knows all things. And greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. I, I deal with my mind. You have to deal with your mind. Child of God, speak. Don't let something happen and then try to deal with your mind. Deal with it now on this side of life. He wouldn't, the Bible says, Moses' eyes were not dim, neither were his natural forces abated. Well, that means he was in his right mind. That's right. We don't all have to get uh, to 100, get to 70 or 80 or 90 years old, and then everybody thinks because you're there, you're you're in senility. You don't have to be there. Speak to your mind. Speak to your your body. Call your body what God calls it. He said Moses was what his natural forces were not abated, and neither are mine. You That's see right. that? You can pray that. You can stand on that. You can believe God for that. That's what yes. it says. Yes. That's exactly what it says. Blessed are my eyes, for they see, and my ears, for they hear, and every part of my body functions in the perfection that God created it to function. My natural forces are not abated, and neither are yours. 
That's good. You know, in Galatians chapter 3, in verse 13 and 14, it says, Christ hath redeemed us from the curse of the law. Being made a curse for us, cursing us everyone that hanging on a tree. Now here's the deal. You and I did not hang on a tree. Who did? Jesus did. Yes, he did. He became, or he took our place to get the curse off of us. He took our place. He transferred places with us. Now listen. Mm -hmm. Here's what I'm trying to get you to see. The curse consists of poverty, sickness, and spiritual death. It consists of what? Poverty, sickness, and spiritual death. Let's look at sickness. He redeemed you from sickness. Now, poverty, sickness, and spiritual death is under the curse. But I remind you, Christ redeemed us from it. So now that you are born again, here's what you want to do. You want to activate your body. You want to call that body from the curse. Into the blessing. Body, you've been redeemed from low vision. Body, you've been redeemed from cancer. You've been redeemed from tumors. Do you see what I'm saying here? Yeah. He took you out of that. Now that you are born again, activate your body into the kingdom of God. Here's the word of your testimony again. Father, Jesus took my sickness. He bore it in his own body. Well, I don't have to bore it in mine. So in the name of Jesus, Jesus said, I'm healed. I speak to my body to line up with the word of God. I say I'm healed. I agree with God in Jesus' name. What's going to happen? The words of your testimony replace that curse, that old curse system. It removes it off of you. Do y'all see what I'm saying to you here? Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Hey, Scott. <clears throat> yeah, we have time for another session. <clears throat> yes. Are you still there? Are you still with us? Psalms 91. Oh, there you are. Verses okay. 10 and 11. Can you hear me, Larry? I can now, yes. Hello? Yes. We can hear you. Are you having yes. problems hearing me? Not anymore. You you, can you hear me now? Yes. Yes. Okay. You want me to repeat? I said, let's 
we have time for another one. Let's do this one. Psalms 91, verses 10 and 11. Now, let me know if you're having problems hearing me, and I'll stop. Go ahead. Psalms 91, 10 and 11 says, There shall no evil befall thee, and neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee, to keep thee in all thy ways. Praise God. Now that's Good. the scripture. That's the actual scripture. Let's yeah. pray that. Let's pray that. Because we can. We can pray that. We can return this word back to God and make it our own and let God know we receive it. And I know that he will make it good in your life as you do. So let's pray it now. Father, thank you. No evil will befall me. Neither shall any plague come nigh or near my dwelling. For you have given your angels charge over me. Your angels keep me in all my ways. Yes. In my pathway, in my pathway, there's life, there's healing, and there is health. We're going to pray it again. Let's pray one more time. Father, in the name of Jesus, no evil, neither shall any plague come near my dwelling. For you have given your angels charge over me. Your angels keep me in all my ways. In my pathway, there's life, there's healing, and there is health. Amen? What Amen. did we just do? What did we just do? We just took the word of God, we prayed that word, and we gave that word back to God. Amen. We gave him back his word in prayer. In other words, we were letting him know that we agree with his word. We receive his word, and we're acting on that word, and we believe it to what? Manifest in our lives. Psalm of God, it's the promise. He's established it to us in a promise. I have to keep repeating that. But we bring it into our lives. Through what? Confession. Yes. We, we bring it into the, into the here and to the now. We see it manifest as we speak it, as we get it into our mouths and give it back to God and speak it in faith over our lives. Absolutely. For that confession, there's another passage that we could use. Amen. For, for that confession. It's over in Proverbs chapter 12 and verse 28. It says, in the way of righteousness is life, and in the pathway thereof, there is no death. Mm -hmm. See that? In the way of righteousness is life, and in the pathway thereof, there is no death. So we pray that prayer. Father, I thank you. No weapon formed against us shall prosper. Either plague or anything come near our dwelling. For you've given your angels a special charge over me, over us. And you know, guys, you can pray this over your whole family. I pray this over my family. And I yes. pray it like this. I said, Father, thank you. No evil will befall me or my family. Neither shall any plague come near us, our dwelling. 
For you've given your angels charge over us. Your angels keep us in all our ways. In our pathway is life and and health. And we just say thank you, Father. We receive it. Praise Jesus. What are we talking about this morning? We're talking about giving God back his word in prayer. This is how we pray, child of God. This is the way we pray. We pray the word of God. We pray the scriptures. We stand on those scriptures. We believe those scriptures. And we have, this is how we release our faith in the word of God, by giving God back his word. Amen? That's right. That's good. Praise God. Amen. I like that. Let's do one more. Let's do this one. Go to Matthew chapter 8. And verse 17. And I'm sure Apostle is going to open the line. And if you have a comment, if you have something, a question or concern, just feel free, you know, to share it with us now. If you'd like us to repeat one of the confessions, that's fine too. I don't mind doing that. We'll go back over it. But we want to make sure that you're getting a good understanding of how to not only read the word, because when we read it, that's fine. But then we need to make the faith confession. And again, I want to stress this. Take some time meditating in the word after you've found these scriptures. You know, if I were you, I I want to challenge you this morning. Get a notepad or wherever you keep your notes. This is what I do. I have all kind of notepads. And I have one for a whole notepad for healing. I have a whole notepad for prosperity. I have a whole notepad for salvation. I have a whole notepad for deliverance. I just I get notepads. And in that notepad, that whole notepad is full of healing scriptures and, and healing confessions and whatever. So if I need to deal with healing, I'm going to go back to that notepad. So That's I right. want to challenge you to do, make sure you're getting these scriptural uh, quotations down, write them down. And then meditate on them. Meditate on them. And the reason why you want to meditate, and when I say that, you want to read them a couple of times until it gets in your spirit. And then make your faith confession. Amen? Because reading the word of God and making a faith confession is two different things. Yes, it is. One of the reasons why we sometimes don't always see the manifestation once we've released our faith is because we're really not in faith about it yet. Did mm-hmm. you get that? We're That's really right. not in faith about it yet. We know it. We've seen it. We've read it a couple of times. But am I really in faith about this? Yes. The Bible says, Abraham, come on, he was what apostle? He was fully, come on, persuaded. persuaded. He was fully persuaded and given glory to God. He was fully persuaded. And see, that's what you are striving for. You want to become fully persuaded. Once you read the scriptures, you want to, you want to get to the place where if, and this is where I have come over the course of my study throughout the years, uh, I heard my father in the gospel say this, and I'm telling you, I've struggled to achieve this throughout my lifetime, and I thank God I've gotten there. This is what I'm talking about. 
If I can find it in the scriptures, if I know God said it, well, guess what? God said it. I believe it. That settles it. <laughs> That's right. Did you did you hear? Me? You That's need right. to get there. That's when you fully persuade it. If you can find it in the scriptures, then you need to say God said it. I believe it. And that settles it. Did you catch that? That's right. You shouldn't right. be struggling. You shouldn't be struggling. Let me see if this going to work. No, if that's the way you feel about it, let me say this to you now. And that's okay to be right there because most of us start out right there, but you don't want to stay there. You want to move to the place where you become fully persuaded that you believe the word of God. That's right. Because if you are not fully persuaded, you should not make a faith confession. See, faith. What is faith? Faith jumps. Fear looks, but faith jumps. It That's jumps right. right it jumps right in there and it takes. It takes hold to the promise. It takes yes. it. It takes it. It grabs it. It says, it's a, this is mine. I have it. Thank you, Father. This is mine. That's you right. You see it? And until right. you get there, until you get there, I want to say it again. I want to encourage you to meditate in the word of God until you get to that point. Because that's yeah. where you want to go. You want to go there. And if you are not there, that's okay. Keep meditating. I promise you. You keep meditating in the, how do you, what do you mean meditate? Well, read it in the morning. What did our prescription say? Hmm? What did our instructions tell us? You can read this three times a day until what? Faith comes. And then once a day to maintain. See, remember, that's what we that's shared right. last week. That's, that's the prescription for taking God's medicine. You want to read it, what, three times a day until faith yeah. comes. That's right. And then, and then once faith comes, read it once a day to what? Maintain. Maintain it. And it also says, and if doubt, if symptoms, if the problem persists, double the dosage. Remember that? We gave those instructions last week. That's right. Double the dosage. Because the word of God, there is no what? No side effect. That's right. You can't overdose. You can't overdose on it. Well, I'm showing you now what you do, what it looks like to meditate. So I'll read this in the morning. And then don't just go through it like a machine gun, you know. Uh, that it might be the clear what you spoke on Isaiah the prophet saying, what himself took my freaking No, 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 no. We want to slow this down. Slow your roll. Take in every word. Yeah. That it might be fulfilled. Come on, I'm reading Matthew chapter 8, verse 17 right now. That it might be fulfilled. Which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet saying, himself took our infirmities and bare our sickness. You see that? That's right. Yeah. Now, I'm going to show you what I do with, let me show you what I do with that one. I take that one and I use both Matthew 8, 16 and 17. Matthew 8, 16 and 17. I'm going to tell you why I do that. Watch this. <clears throat> and, and I personalize it after I read it. Let me read both of them. When the evening was come, 
This is verse 16, Matthew chapter 8. When the evening was come, they brought unto him many that were possessed with devils. And he, talking about Jesus, he cast out the spirits with his words and healed all that were sick. Now verse 17, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet, saying, himself took our infirmity and what? And bear our sickness. That's right. You see that? Now, yes. watch this. I say this, Father, I thank you. When the evening did come, you did cast out devils and heal their sicknesses, and you healed mine as well. Yes. Thank you for healing mine, Father. And it is fulfilled, which was spoken by, says the prophet, saying, himself took mine, and I call my name Helen's infirmities, and bear mine, bear Helen's sicknesses. Father, thank you for doing that. Mm -hmm. You see it? Himself, That's right. you, you yourself, Father, took this from me. You yourself bear my sicknesses. And I just want to thank you. I praise you for that. What am I doing? I'm giving God back his own word. And I'm thanking him for it because I'm fully persuaded that he, he did that for me. I'm fully persuaded. Yeah. So I'm making a faith-filled confession based on this word that I found, this, this promise that I found in the word of God. You see it? I just That's prayed. Right. I just prayed Matthew 8, 16 and 17. I just That's prayed. Right. Yes. That's good. See? And, and you, you, Jesus, Father, thank you. You took my promises. You bore my sicknesses. Therefore, mm -hmm. I refuse, and you can take it like this. I refuse to allow sickness to dominate my body. The life of God flows within me, bringing healing for every fiber of my being. I am redeemed from the curse. Galatians 3.13 is flowing in my bloodstream. It flows to every cell of my body, restoring life and health. Are you listening Amen. to me? Amen. Are you listening to me? Amen. That's good. You personalize it. You personalize it. And, and, and with that one, I also added Luke 17 and 6. Luke 17 and 6, Galatians 3 and 13. Praise God. Amen.